Hey guys, Jennifer Hobbs back again with another episode of Celebrate the Struggle. As you know, if you've heard any of them, my mission is to make a safe space where we could just discuss struggles in life, maybe even some trauma that has led to this point where we are now. Give it its space, but then, you know, try and let down some of the stigma around it to educate other people and hopefully send a message of hope for those that can totally relate and understand. So with me today, I'm so grateful grateful to have the pleasure of being with Sarah Otto, who is president and co-founder of Ohana Homefront Foundation. Hi, Sarah. Hey, how are you? I am good. One of the things that I, before you start uh, and tell us a little bit about you, you know, uh, as I did a little bit of stalking, because I like to kind of get an idea of, um, you know, who I'm going to chat with. And if I have time, I like to, I like to do a little stalking. So I seen that Ohana Homefront Foundation is uh, like mental health awareness and suicide prevention. Is that correct? Okay, I can't wait to hear more about it and what inspired you to get there, but let's back it up and just hear about who Sarah Otto is, where you come from, kind of like your journey up to this point now and whatever you want to share with us. Okay, well, let's see. Sarah Otto, who am I? So I am actually a Missouri native, born and raised, but my husband, um, he joined the Navy in 1990 he joined in 96 went to became in 97 um this was not our life plan but here we are um he retired in 2018 after 21 and a half years i have been around for a couple decades of seeing everything it seems like within the military community um we have three adult kids our youngest is in college in salt lake city our middle one lives in virginia beach and just had our first grandbaby on thanksgiving and our oldest still lives here at home <laughs> Yay. And then we have two dogs and two, two dogs and two goats. How many times do you have somebody on that has goats? <laughs> well. I work at Lewis and Clark Elementary in Ruther Glen, Virginia, and I am the family engagement coordinator. So those that have been around the military know about like your ombudsman or your key spouse or the army, I believe it's the FRG leader, <laughs> you know, the, the liaison between the command and the families. So that's what I am between the administration and the families. Which I find super cool. Like when you had told me that in an email, yeah. again, having worked in education, what a such like, that's not the right wording there. What a great position and opportunity to have a resource like yeah. that in your school. So, so needed and awesome that your school ha uh, has created a position for that. Okay, yeah, so our, back we have it countywide. Oh, sorry. Oh, really? It's okay. We have, well, yeah, we have it counted. It's a newer thing, but yeah, I really enjoy it. And yeah, it's, it's fun to play with the kiddos. And it's also fun to kind of bring what I learned throughout my time as a military spouse, active duty, being that liaison and moving it to the civilian side with kids and administrators mm -hmm. and families. So that's kind of fun. Okay. So backing up to what you were saying you've basically seen like two decades of just about anything mm -hmm. um with military as being a military spouse so yeah. tell us tell us more about um your uh tell us about that experience okay so um so here's a little fun tidbit so my husband were together in high school he and he proposed in front of the payphones at great lakes after boot camp it was so romantic 
And then we ended up breaking up, married other people, had kids, got divorced, got married. So I tell people we've been together for 27, my seven years, because like we had a seven year break. Sure. Um, my first husband was Air Force. So um, we moved a few times, Guam, and we were in Missouri and we were um, in Germany. And then my husband, um, we were in Florida, Missouri, and Virginia. We didn't move a whole lot with his because the ship moves, but the families don't move. Mm-hmm. So we didn't move a whole lot. Um, I was a key spouse in Ramstein Air Base back in the early 2000s. And then with my husband, I was the ombudsman for the USS Sullivan's out of Mayport, Florida for three and a half years. And they actually sent me to training school to be a trainer for ombudsman for the families. So that was kind of fun and interesting. I've never been on a military work trip until then. So that was kind of, yeah. bye, honey, I'm leaving. It's my turn to go on a work. No doubt. No doubt. So that was fun. Um, and then uh, my husband did his last three years in Hawaii while the kids and I stayed here in Virginia. So that was fun. Um, three years by myself with three teenagers. I bet yeah, it was a blast. It was a whole blast. Let me tell you. Um, I was very happy to see him come that plane. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's um, a blast you want to evacuate. <laughs> that I really wanted to evacuate. But it was, it was, it was fine. It was fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Sure. Um, but yeah, that was, yeah. so we have done the geo batch tour. We've done the, you know, depend numerous um, on the Sullivan's. He did five deployments or for, sorry three and a half deployments because he came home after the, at the, in the middle of the last one um, in five years. So we've, we've done a few. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like you've, you've definitely had a life full of like seeing the military experience from the home front, which is, I'm just, yep. thank you so much for coming on to be on here, yeah. you know, with celebrate the struggle. Not only did I want a space for like veterans to share their story but I really really wanted to get family members on and then eventually you know I just want to have anyone not limited to veterans Mm -hmm. and their families so that we can yeah just learn more so I'm curious you know since since your first husband um and your since both of your husbands have been in the military was any of your family Mm -hmm. in the military that drew you to that so no so okay all of my family has been in the military at some point. Um, my dad and two of my uncles were army. My grandfather was army. My uh, great-grandfather was army. Um, if you go on our website under the tributes and stuff, there's a video about five Missouri boys. That's my dad, my uncle, my grandpa, my, my great-grandpa that I did a thing for, um, kind of about their lineage. Uh-huh. Um, and then my uh all my cousins have been air force which is really weird so we got army we got air force and then my husband's navy like it's just completely Mm. opposite ends um I have one uncle that was a marine so but nobody was really active um my cousins were reserved whenever I got older so you know I didn't really have anybody active my husband his uh dad did 39 years in the army and retired in 07 so he had been around it uh, most of his life, he was going to join the Air Force originally, and then the only office that was open was Army or Navy, and my father-in-law threw in the Navy office 
<laughs> just like you're not joining the army. My kid is not joining the army too. I have because my brother-in-law did Vietnam. He did Desert Storm. He did Iraqi Freedom. He did all, and he's like, nope. Mm-mm. Wow. So that's how we came here. My ex-husband, his family, nobody had ever been military. It was just kind of his way of doing something with his life, yeah, um, sort of speak. So okay. So at what point? Was Ohana, tell us more about Ohana Homefront Foundation and and how did that come about? I mean, I kind of can read between the lines with all the things you've done that it inspired more, but I won't be the spoiler alert. Let's hear what I hear. You're good. Good. Okay. I'll, I'll let you hear. So my, one of my best, best friends, Natalie Ely, she is a Marine spouse. Her husband has been in 20 years. They still have a couple yet to go before retirement. Um, they're stationed at Quantico here in Virginia and we got together beginning October like we are brand new um we're we're like in coming out of newborn site situation right now um but we got together and we started talking about how there's a lot of stuff for veterans you hear about the veterans you hear about the active duty you hear about mental health and suicide awareness for them but you really don't hear anything when it comes to the families um when we're talking about spouses caregivers children even um you don't hear those numbers you don't hear anything about those because you hear the 22 a day you know mm-hmm. those kind of things but you do not hear anything and so we start we kind of pow out around my dining room table and I said let's do something let's do something about this it's time that we do something she's like all right what do you want to do and so this is kind of we just started writing down names and ohana means family and home front so family home front it just kind of mm-hmm. made sense to keep it that way um because my husband was in Hawaii her they were in Hawaii for a while um her daughter is married to Marine and just moved from Hawaii um so it Hawaii is kind of in our blood at this mm. point and we just decided it made sense and it's a fun name to where people are curious about it like yeah. if you see Ohana home front what does that mean so then that gets mm-hmm. the opening um so we just decided I know Natalie um they came from Camp Pendleton and she had told me a story about there was a spouse they were going through a divorce um his wife was the active duty and his parents were visiting and they had taken the kids and they'd gone to the grocery store and they came back and found him hanging in the closet Mm -hmm. and it was right around the corner from her and there was just if he had had somebody you know to reach out to to talk to to know that it's okay to not be okay like that's my saying that I say a lot it is Mm. okay that you're not okay it's what you do with it exactly and to know know that there are people that are willing to listen I I would rather listen to you cry or be that shoulder than have to attend your funeral absolutely and I and so that my heart has always been forgiving um I want to make sure that everybody's okay and I've had to kind of learn in the years past to put my mask on because if I don't take care of myself I can't take care of others. Um, that has been my big thing. I'm a big giver, giver, giver. And it's hard for me to take for me. Mm-hmm. And so we're trying to bring, you know, to, to build that awareness that it's okay to not be okay, that we have resources for everybody. It doesn't matter where you are in your military community path. You could be a retiree. You could be a retiree spouse. You could be a care. We have something for everybody. Um, because there is such a cycle and the statistics are so big in 2018 alone 65 between the age of 12 and 23 
I'm sorry, I just the, say that again. Sorry. The between 12 and the ages of 12 and 23 and 2018, 65 military dependents ended their lives. Oh my God. And so those are numbers you and they went up in 2019. And we don't have numbers for 2020. Um, but you know, they're probably have gone up more. It's just so crazy how and these things so are not right. talked about. Yeah, absolutely. Nobody ever hears yeah. those numbers. Wow. Yeah. And so we've 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 come to learn over the years. Um, my ex-husband suffered from some mental health issues. Uh, my oldest and my middle one has oh, they've always had a few issues. Um, my middle one more than my older. Um, and to try to get into a doctor and try to get into a counselor or any, especially right now, because everything is so backlogged from 2020, even with telehealth. Um, so it's just, we want to provide the resources that sometimes you can't get into fast enough. Mm-hmm. So that, I mean, that's kind of where we are right now. So what can other people, people listening, people that are going to see this, what can they do to help the, you know, not everybody is going, it, like for, uh, I always kept saying, you know, wanting to have this podcast, not everybody's going to write a book. I want people to share their stories, but not everyone's going to write yeah. a book. Not everyone's going to go start an amazing foundation with that initiative, but they can help support it. What can they do oh, to yeah. help support? Oh, so there are so many different ways. Um, we are always adding volunteers to our team. We are all volunteer based, um, including we do have a counseling team um, and they are also volunteer based. Uh, we are working on building a counseling team with someone in every single state. So if anybody listening is a, is a licensed counselor in, a, in your state, reach out. Um, and it's all based on your schedule. So it's not like we're saying you have to do this many hours sure. or whatever. We just want to make sure we have every state covered for if someone were to reach out. We want to have somebody for them that is legally able to help them. Um, we have, I mean, we have all kinds of different we have volunteer um coordinator we, we're going to need more volunteer coordinators at some point um we have an events committee and outreach committee so you can volunteer with us that's one thing um to go onto facebook and share our posts i mean we all know word of mouth is facebook is the number one for sharing um or commenting on things um all this is also on our website but um we also have Instagram, all the, all the social media, but sure. we also have a Grapevine, um, Grapevine is a fundraising platform. Um, it's actually grassroots, so it's brand, it's newer, I guess I should say. Um, so you can actually go on and give recurringly. So mm-hmm. like you can put in $10 and then each month it'll come out $10, uh-huh. um, that kind of thing. So there's a Grapevine initiative. Um, we also have some fundraisers going on and those are on our website. We always are looking for different fundraising ideas or, um, we are always looking for sponsors. We have different tiers. So we have those that want to be a gift card sponsored for our events, or if they want to be a silver gold or platinum sponsor, all of that's on the website. They get their kudos on Facebook and our website. We want to make sure that everybody is, um, given the credit that they are due for these amazing things. Um, I mean, there's just so many different ways on supporting and it doesn't have to monetary. Absolutely. And you did a really good job painting that picture of it. And, and then another thing that I was thinking of, you know, like you were saying, 
um, focusing on yourself and finding yourself before you can help someone else, you know, not only can you reach out and volunteer through your com- your uh, foundation, but just in life in general, be more aware of people around you. Identify um, when they're struggling and, and just be the ear to listen. Be the one who is just more aware and, and yeah. try to help them get through those times because having a support system is going to make a huge difference. I agree. I used to always tell my kids, they used to say, do you know that person? Because I would smile at them and just say, hey, how's your day? Because you never know what that person that at Walmart, if they have a grumpy look on their face, they could just be having a bad day and they need that, that one smile that you give or that, hey, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. May make all the difference in the world. It may give them a complete 180. And that's what we need to see. You know, be kind. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's good to be kind. Because you just don't know what the person on the other side of the phone, even if you're calling your, you know, phone company to complain, mm-hmm. you don't know what kind of day they're having. Maybe they're working from home and they've got a child pulling on their leg. Their dog is who knows doing whatever, you know, you just don't know. And just asking them about their day and being there, even if that's not your job and that's not why you called, it, it does. It makes a difference. Yeah. That's good advice. I feel like we should rewind to like five days ago when I had super grumpy, rude guy on the phone. And I did like, I didn't, I wasn't mean with him. I I wasn't rude. I, part of me really wanted to say some things, but I didn't, I didn't. Mm -hmm. Um, But now looking back on it, I, that was an opportunity where I could have been like, Hey, uh, are, are, are you okay? Like you having a rough day? You know, my name's Jennifer, where are you from? You know, yeah. That, that maybe that could have made a difference. Cause I was thinking, wow, he hates his job, but maybe a little conversation with crazy old me could have helped, but, but you maybe it doesn't help one. Exactly. Maybe he doesn't hate his job. Maybe it was just a rough, uh, something that happened that was rough. I, I, I love all of this, Sarah, like, good job, like, having, I, I don't even think those are the right words, like, God bless you, like, good job following <laughs> the purpose and the calling, like, through all your experiences, being in that military lifestyle has brought you to this point where, like, you saw a need, a need that makes, you know, brings tears to my eyes with those numbers. And, and I knew it was in me. I mean, that's not shocking news to me, but however, like people do need to be more aware of it. And so I know I am so glad that you got on here to, to talk about that today, because one of the things that, um, and I've had this conversation a lot with people over the last six months or so, since I have, uh, I, I wrote and published a book and through that whole process, cause it was a dual memoir of my time and my husband's time in the military. So it was very therapeutic for myself yeah, and, and him, but through that process, like I knew that like, I wanted to help veterans more. And then as I dissected it and had conversations with people, I identified that I felt like the best way that I could help veterans, little old me would be to help their families because then you're helping an army of people who not only need help and and 
they need to be identified as those hidden heroes who also struggle, who, who didn't maybe, you know, didn't go boots on the ground in a combat zone, but they have their own war at home, not only while a soldier is deployed, but upon that return and let's face it for the rest of our lives. Like that's just Mm -hmm. something that continues on for a lifetime. And so I had thought in those conversations and came to the conclusion that I think the best way to help veterans is going to be to help their families. And and that's exactly what you're doing. I admire you so much. So cool. I can't wait to continue stalking you and like learning more about it and learning more (laughs) about it. I love it. And I, on a side note, I'm going to follow up with it, but I'm the president of right now, you know, we kind of, we, we rotate out. I'm the president mm-hmm. of a non-for-profit group called the Veterans of Log Base Sites. I don't think I've mentioned that too much on my podcast, so I want to make sure I throw that out there and give a shout out to that group. We are a non-for-profit uh, that all of us served in um, on the same deployment with the same unit in Iraq, but we are looking at opening up our membership to get people involved and help. But I think um, being a sponsor for a foundation that has a mission like yours would be something that would bring so much joy to our mission of wanting to help. And so I'm going to follow up with you on that after I talk to the committee. I know it'll exactly be something we would love to do. Oh, yes. So what a multitasker you are over here, president, co-founder, working as a monumental liaison in the school. Like, keep killing it. Oh, and then I saw recently because I have followed behind the service podcast that, uh, are you, are you, um, linking up and gonna do the show together? Ooh, a little bit. Uh, yeah, I'm doing, we're doing Wednesday takeovers, um, every other Wednesday. Um, so this Wednesday you get to hear my voice for about 20 minutes. Um, and I'm going to be talking about volunteering and how it's good for your soul. It doesn't have to be with OHS. It doesn't have to be with, you know, anybody necessarily, you know, specifically, but right. how that fills your cup and how important it is for your mental health um, and how it's Absolutely. giving back to others can help your mental health. Um, so that's, that's kind of what I'm going to talk about on Wednesday. Um, our counseling director is going to be bringing on a couple people and talking with them that should be out in a couple of weeks as well. So yeah, we're kind of, we're kind of tag team in a little bit. Can people still, and we'll put all this in the show notes. Can people still find it under behind the service podcast? Yep. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's they perfect. Ones- it goes right around along with your mission of your foundation. What a great yeah. uh, tag team. What a great idea to, uh, what yeah. word am I looking for? Link up, um, collaborate collaboration that's it yeah yep. it's, it's my day off I'm not using big words today don't, no 50 dollar <laughs> <laughs> but we also did um Natalie Ely and I were on um one of them back right when we first started we talked about OHF and everything that we're doing and the numbers and stuff like that uh-huh. so that was we were on with Becca uh, Becca Hyde uh-huh. Um, for her her portion of it so we that's how we all started and she was like I think you need to talk to Libby so then here we are with behind the service I talked to her and she she got me in touch with a few other amazing people and you know it just spirals it, it does we cannot fix this world with one person mm-hmm. we cannot help the mental health struggles of people 
with just myself or just you, Jennifer, or it, we need a tribe. We need a family. And I always say that we're not a team with OHF. We're a family because that's kind of what we are. We're just one big dysfunctional family mm -hmm. and it works. It works perfectly. And um, I just think the more that people realize and hear the stories from others, um, I did a recording earlier today with Chris Athey. He is the founder of the Flag Foundation. Um, that's getting ready to go up. Um, but he was talking about his stuff and his time. And I know that our counseling director is going to talk to him and his wife together to find out, you know, where are the, what do you have? What do you have? And what do you have together whenever you bring that under one roof? Um, mm -hmm. So I, there's just so many different things that we can all do to, to bring it real life. So people oh, yeah. know that we're real people. It's not a movie. No, it's not you know, the fairy tale. It's, it's not those movies you see on Hallmark <laughs> with the military. You know? Yeah, It's those kind of things. It's real life. And everybody needs to be aware and know that they can make a difference in one person. If they can make that one person day better, I feel that you've done your job. Mm -hmm. so. Wow. I got it. Okay. I wrote down, a, I, I'm just going to stop with my notes because I, I always go back and I binge sh your guys' shows, my guests' shows, like at least mm -hmm. five times each. Because not only do I, <laughs> I like, I just want to be able to really absorb the things that y'all mm -hmm. say and your mission, but like, I also, um, I admire it a lot. And so it'd be to be able to walk away, don't mind me when I blanket, to be able to walk away yeah. and and tell other people about your amazing mission. Like I want to be super enlightened myself. I don't only want to have this space to enlighten others, but it enlightens me and, and provides me with so much. Mm -hmm. And I am so grateful that you came on here today. Like I I'm, I'm just uh, honestly a little bit flabbergasted, clearly. I'm like losing my words today. We'll go ahead, <laughs> we'll go ahead and just call it, you know, a holiday. But um, I'm flabbergasted that like something that's been sparked in my soul over the last year to want to help other people doing like here you are doing it. And, and I do, I, I'm, I'm doing it too. You know, I should give myself that credit, but, um, but I, I just love it. And I, and I hope that you guys continue to have this impact and I hope that I will have that impact with others and we will just continue to be this power us that and everyone else around the world who's mm -hmm. who's helping toward these kinds of um, needs I hope we can continue to be a powerhouse that will change and, and help other people so thank you so much yeah. for coming on today taking your day off thank you martin luther king jr uh, taking your day off so i know and come and get comfortable with the uncomfortable thank you i i live in the uncomfortable like because if one person doesn't live in the uncomfortable and use the uncomfortable words then and talk about the uncomfortable nobody's gonna ever be comfortable talking about them so. wow yeah man so much of what you said 
on this call and I was going to wait and, and email you about it after this call, but I'll go ahead and put it out there now because again, I don't think I've mentioned this to my uh, listeners, but after I had identified this last summer that I felt like the best way that I could help people would be to help their families. One of the first mm -hmm. things that I sat down and I brainstormed with the help of like my book coach, who's really just a friend and a life coach and, mm -hmm. um, and a book coach. Um, she helped me to just identify the things that I wanted to help them with, which ended up fitting perfectly into this framework called found F O U N D. But the first letter F, which you mentioned earlier, like focusing on yourself and being yeah. able to focus on yourself before you can help other people. And then you just hit it again with you. It's those uncomfortable conversations. Like you, you just got to go there. You got to, they don't feel comfortable. You just got to have them. And mm -hmm. so you've just hit right on what, what I really hope to be able to help people with. And so that, that helps me because it reiterates to me that like, this is real life. These are things, these it are is. needs. Yes. Sometimes you got to go real life. Sometimes That's you right. Go. Well, you keep living that real life. And again, thank you for coming on to get comfortable yeah. with the uncomfortable. <laughs>